What up, y'all? I'm Kevin Curry, a.k.a. Fitman Cook, and I am today's man of the hour. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Men of the Hour podcast. Justin Crawford here. Our man of the hour on this very episode is chef, wellness expert, and all-around great guy, Kevin Curry. Kevin's online presence is continuing to grow with his Fit Men Cook brand and has become a one-stop shop for all things food, fitness, and wellness. Let me just say we're lucky enough to have him on the show right now to bring us some tips and tricks on living that healthier and happier lifestyle. Kevin, it's good to have you right here on the Zoom call, right? Like, <laughs> I would like to pretend we're in a studio sometimes, Kev, but we are we're on a Zoom call and I would rather not be with anybody else other than yourself. So thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Justin. What's up, bro? <laughs> Listen, bro, everything is up. Uh, we, we've entered a new year. I know that the, the, the yeah. hot topic for a lot of people is how the hell am I still going to continue to live my best, healthy, happy lifestyle um, and, and continue to do it in a way that makes sense for me? And I was like, who else are we going to bring on other than Kevin Curry? Uh, but, but I want to start with um, you first. How are you, <laughs> Fitman Cookbrand? How, how is everything overall going for you at the top of this uh, particularly beautiful year is what I call it? Because I think a lot of great things will be coming up. But for you, how is everything going? You know, everything is going well. It was, um, it's, it's great to be out of 2020, just to be quite honest with you. And so I feel like it just was like a weight that was kind of lifted from my shoulders a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the top of the year is always an interesting time for people that are in wellness just because there's lots of buzz. Everyone's talking about it. You get lots of questions. There's so much interest. And for any wellness blogger, especially, you know, in the food space, I always joke around. Um, with some of the new like food bloggers in the wellness space because they're like oh no people are um, people hate me you know my content is not that great because they're thinking about the time from October to December there is like this massive nosedive in interest in healthier food calorie conscious cooking and things like that and I said just wait January it's going to be a different story people are going to be asking you you know, questions again. And so it's always a fun time. And it's um, particularly fun too, because there's always some new diet trend or some new way of eating that people are just gravitating towards. But why do you think that is to begin with people that between October and the end of the year, which is last year, 2020, is, is it because the holidays are rolling around? They're scared to get fat? Well, they're not scared to get fat per se. You know, I would say that like in colder months, people have become a lot more sedentary. And you're going to reach for things that are, you know, that just make you feel good. You're not going to go outside as much as because it doesn't make you feel as good. And yeah. so you're inside. Um, now this year was particular. last year was particularly different just because we had been inside most of the year, but generally the trend is that when it gets colder, people just stop working out and they start to reach for things that make them feel good. And one of the things that makes people feel good right away is food. Now there's a myth to that because the reality is like the largest amount of serotonin is found in our guts. And you know that serotonin, it makes us, you know, it makes us feel good, affects our mood, it makes us smile or happy or sad, depressed and all that. So we reach for things really quickly um, to go ahead and give us that quick relief and that comfort to make it feel like a hug. But the sad part about comfort food, that big myth is that that feeling of comfort and satisfaction almost immediately leaves us. And so afterwards, we're left with this feeling of feeling bloated and lethargic and mm. sweaty, things that we don't really want. But just that moment, it's kind of like chasing a high. 
And so I think that's why around those months, people kind of just, you know, tend to go and do that. And we look at the top of the year as a way to start over again. So there, so, so people in their minds are like, well, you know what? I can, I only got two months. I'm going to get back together in about two months. It's yeah. all right. It's all right. And so it's a cyclical thing. Um, and I've always tried to tell my followers, listen, any day of the year can be your January 1st. Oh, yeah. You don't have to wait until then to do this. Uh, Cause you don't, right? There's no yeah. better, there's no better day than today to start something, especially if it's going to be towards your mental health, your physical health. And to stay on the topic really quickly about trends and what people are starting to ask experts like yourself, in addition to what they should be putting in their body to feed that gut and to feel better. What are some other things people are having, like coming up to you and asking uh, with relation to food and kind of wanting to be the best version of their self, for example? Yeah. You know, I probably think the most common question now, now still has been for the last two or three years has been, should I do the keto diet? And it reminds me of that big wave of the Atkins diet when that first popped up to the scene, people are just, yeah. you know, like wanted to go ahead and do that. And I think it just stems from this, it stems from two things. People want quick relief from what we're doing. I mean, you know, how they're feeling. And we live in a really instant gratification culture. You know, everything is instant. Social media is instant. Mm -hmm. The way that we send messages to each other is instant Instagram, you know, um, you know, YouTube, if you want information, you can get it like that. And mm -hmm. so we associate that, that those things too, with our, with our behavior. And so people are going to reach for things that's, you know, that's going to give them an instant relief, or they think that it's a, it's a quick problem. That's why you see all these programs. There's like six weeks to abs, five week burner. It's just the, you know, it's the so-and-so, you know, beach diet only yeah. 10 weeks. And so we'll put this time limit on there because we know that our attention span, you got to let people know, all right, just 10 weeks to go ahead and do this. Now that's one, one piece of it. I think the other piece is that, and, and this is maybe um, a rant or a gripe, is that I, have, I think that we have done a horrible job, particularly in the U.S., but I, I would say around the world, but really here in the U.S., about communicating what does health and wellness look like what did that look like to people and we have marketed as the bodybuilders and the fitness models and so we inundate these photos and the more we inundate these images to people the more that they look at themselves as a deficiency and then say i'm not like that and so people are hurried trying to capture that image of what health and wellness is when health and wellness is so much more than that mm. you know that's why i liked when um a couple of years ago when sports illustrated started to do like their body's image um yeah. you know thing with like athletes mm -hmm. real athletes and you notice that real athletes don't really look like those cover models right. but they're healthy they got some rolls on them. they got some cellulite popping sure. but they're they're, but they're um, powerful in their field and what they're doing. And that I think is the closer look of what like realistic health and wellness could look like. But I think just because we're in the day with all these photos and images, people are constantly trying to chase that. Mm. And, um, and the more we, we see that on social media, the more it just underscores the fact that I'm not there yet. So I got to hurry up and get there. Yeah. And then the, that's to your point about deficiency. I, I didn't even lo look at it that way. I, th I, th I think a lot of people would look at it, see a picture of someone really good looking or a bodybuilder fitness model and say, I want to be like that. But you're right. It might be the opposite. Most of the case where they might say, I don't look like that, you know, and, and that's where they're stuck. 
right? Well, yeah, you know what? You're right too. That's right too. But what I'm saying is that on that on that magazine to be like, yeah. live your best life, be your best sure. self, right? They don't put the image of the person, you know, the regular Joe and Jane. Yeah. That you know, they they put the aesthetic people, like the you know the the, the chiseled bodybuilders and models. Which if you really peel back the onion there and look at their diet and look at their lifestyle, it is not probably the most balanced. Mm. <laughs> a lot of a lot of sacrifice. And I tell my followers and people that I work with, like one on one, when they're really, you know, um, depressed about like where they are. And, and they're not getting the same results. I was like, well, first off, you're chasing the image of somebody who's paid to look like that. Yeah, that's, that's a different story. That's their nine to five. Yeah. So they're, yeah. so they're going to do what it takes and they're going to sacrifice and they're going to drink all this water each day. They're going to work out. They're going to diet, yep. extreme dieting to look a certain way. That's what they're paid to go ahead and do. The average person, we, it, it's not like that. Mm. Well, so then with relation to food now too, I was, I was wanting to ask you this. I've always thought of food as medicine. That's me being Japanese. I was homegrown in Asia. I think that there's something else about if you treat food like medicine, you then have a different POV on it to where you can get results a lot faster if, if you just stay hyper-focused on maybe it being a treatment to your plan, exercising or whatever that else that might look like for you mentally. But for, from, from your POV, what do you think food being medicine and then, and how have people kind of gone away from that as opposed to really trying to make it a thing uh, in their lives? Yeah, I think that you said that very well. I mean, food is medicine. It makes us, it, it, it can make us feel good. And also we're seeing now that food can also be a drug. It can be something that people are like addicted to that can make right. us not feel so good. Yeah. And so I think that you see both sides of the coin there um, getting back there to this idea that food being medicine, that's what, I mean, that's, that, that's the challenge that I feel like I've maybe kind of like taken up <laughs> to, show, to show that. I think yeah. in other cultures, it's, it's much easier mm. um, because it's, it's cultural in a sense. And here, our, our culture is, uh, is a little bit different, you know? It, it's, it, it's not a bad thing. It just, we don't look at food that way. In certain cultures, you know, they do. Like, for instance, I'll go like, a, you know, in my culture, African-American growing up here in the South, you know, food and soul food was a, yeah. was a way to show love, love to one another. And, um, and we basically taught the South how to cook. And so a lot of our foods are full in flavor, but they're high yeah. in saturated fats and, and, uh, and, and, and simple carbs and things like that, because it was much more so focused on showing love to one another because of the, uh, the, just catastrophic circumstances in which you know um, African Americans were dealing with coming out of slavery and whatnot. So it was like our only relief is if, is if we can cook you a meal to show some love that made you feel good. Now that over the years hasn't translated very well in terms of health and wellness, um, but culturally that's where it came from. And so how do we turn that switch? How do we? Mm. How do we? You know make a departure into, you know, trying this, to look at food as medicine, but mm. also knowing that, hey, listen, we know how to cook. Big mama knows how to cook. My auntie can cook. Mama. My papa, you know, you know, can cook now. Now we know all those things, but we just need to find out what well, we need to teach each other how to do it much more in calorie conscious ways, mm. because food also make us feel good afterwards, not just that initial bite, but after we eat a full meal. Mm. 
And then almost thinking of it as a navigation to balancing your relationship with food. Even I wanted to bring that up now with, I mean, listen, everybody's relationship with food is so different. Everybody's relationship with fitness is different, which we'll get to in a little bit. The someone who's struggling with their relationship with food, right? They might eat too much, their portions. Listen, I struggle with portions. I think a lot of us do. It's like, I'm hungry, so I'm going to eat two plates when realistically you should probably eat one and one should be enough. But for do you have any best practices maybe for someone who's wanting to go in a better direction of their relationship with food uh, and, yeah. and striving for that? The, the Again, the this idea that they want to live healthier and happier because of what they're putting in their body. Yeah, you know, um, I'm going to answer this question like this. So right now, um, I took up this task of, um, all right, Kev, you are going to run, you're going to do this, this triathlon this year. And I don't, I, I'm not the best swimmer at all. I'm not the best runner, but I can do cycling. But this, but those other two is just like, whoa, my goodness. And one thing that um, my buddy was teaching me, because he's, he's been in cross country. And so I go out and runs with him. And he says, oh, okay, the, the best thing, Kevin, that you can do is just slow down, mm. just slow down. And then I was talking to somebody and they were helping me out with my swimming technique. And he's like, yeah, you know, when you're out there, I know it's, it's kind of hard and you get really tired, panic, but I tell you what, I've done several of these triathlons and the best thing that you can do, just go slow, just go mm. slow. And it's so funny that they were telling me this because that's something that I've told my followers over and over again, but here I am doing this triathlon, feeling super frustrated and defeated, yeah. not taking my own advice that, that is directly transferable to other areas. So my advice to that person who is trying to change their life and change those like behaviors mm -hmm. is just to start slow because we have a tendency, again, because we're in instantaneous culture, hey, I want results on day one. So let me tell you what day one looks like when you walk into that grocery store and you'd be like, this is my day, this is my year. And you see all them fresh foods and you start buying stuff at home. They eat this, I'm going to eat that. You take it home and you may have a bite of it and you're like, oh, this ain't the best. It's terrible, in fact. And then it turns into a science project in your fridge or in your pantry. All this dust is on bags of quinoa because somebody told you to buy it, right? Yeah. So um, don't try to overhaul everything on day one. What I like to do is just start very small. So what's one behavior that you know that you can get better at if that's Hey, you know what? I drink too many sodas. All right, let's just work on that. Let's just well, before we even touch food, let's just work mm. on your soda intake and your and, and your water intake. And mm. when you do things like that, it's kind of like a video game. Like you'll get momentum and you'll feel good. You're like, oh, okay, well that wasn't so hard. I can go to level two now because right. I because I'm like this. I can go to level three, and you get confidence, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you'll look back and you realize, yo. All these different changes that I made gradually, right. I just transformed my entire lifestyle, my behavior, um, and wasn't realizing it. And the difference is this time it's sustainable because I've sustained mm -hmm. it for all these months. I just, but I was, I was just making small changes along the way. Whereas when you try to do everything at once, it's going to be a hit or miss. And most mm -hmm. people miss. Right. It's all about leveling up. Level up. Yeah. Level up. Level up. Come on, Sierra said it best. <laughs> what about <laughs> right <laughs> 
what about food in relation to fitness? Are people coming to you and asking about food just as much as they are about fitness? And then in terms of the advice that you're having to relate to them, are, this, are the best practices the same? I mean, you mentioned starting slow, but are there some in fitness that might serve people better to get the results that they want while also thinking about the food they're going to put in their body? Yeah. You know, I'm working with somebody with, with a few people you know, on the side. And, and when it comes to fitness, there are, it's a, it's a similar approach to it, starting small, but sure. when it comes to fitness, I also really try to um, push people like the same way that I've been pushed myself. Oh, yeah. So like, let's start with goals that actually scare you. So I know that 5k is something that you can do quickly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could do that. And I said, great. So let's do a marathon instead. That's our goal for the year. We're going to do a marathon. And then all nice. of a sudden their eyes get big and they're like, it's so funny you mentioned that because um, it's something that I've been thinking about, but I didn't really want to say it out loud. Those are the things. So do things that actually stretch you, um, that actually really push you. And I like that because those types of goals require incremental goals along mm -hmm. the way, and they require milestones along the way. So we have our goal over here to do the marathon. Your first race is not gonna be that marathon. Your first race is probably gonna be around the block and then mm -hmm. the five and then the 10K and then the half marathon and all of a sudden you're ready for the marathon. So you, you're you working your way through something but you have your eyes set on that final goal. Mm. Eye on the scary prize. That might uh -huh. be the title of your episode. <laughs> Kevin, that might Eye be your title. Scary prize? <laughs> hey, I like it. You know, my mom always told us growing up, you got to dream big and think big, mm. you know, um, and it's those things that actually get you up in the morning too. Oh, so yeah. whenever you're feeling like everybody gets this, you know, like we'll come to that moment where they start something and then they'll just make up one day right. and it's not all at once, but it just seems like it's all at once. You just don't want to do it anymore, man. You just don't want to, you know, like something that you really loved. You're like, yeah. oh man, yeah. And you're like, dang, where'd that go? I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like eating this stuff. I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like maybe even doing a podcast. But maybe in your mind, you have this goal of where you want to be. So it's important that you think big and you put that up in front of you. So those moments when you're not feeling as motivated, you can remind yourself of why you're doing it and get yourself back in the gear. Could not have said it any better. <laughs> Kevin Curry, Veggie Gang. Wait, I want to get to fit men cook in just a second, but I have to ask you, what do you think the scariest thing is that you've done since launching Fit, uh, fit Men Cook? The scariest thing I've done since launching Fit Men Cook, probably what I'm doing right now. Um going into products and betting on myself now listen mm -hmm. i'll bet on myself all day long sure i'll bet on myself all day long but it's something that's different whenever you're spending your own money you're going through your own loans you know and doing that stuff you're yeah. you know it, it requires a different level of sacrifice um and as much as i i'm confident you know you can't help but kind of feel like a little bit in the back of your mind like ooh, is this the right thing to go ahead and do Ooh, mm -hmm. you know and i also think like what could i have been doing had i not like invested this money like would i be in a different place would oh, i still sure. be here and so i kind of you know these are passing thoughts that i think about like am i missing out on something but no because at the end of the day again 
I'm thinking big and, and, and I, and I want something for myself and for my brand and for other people. And I was like, I want to share this out with other people that, um, that it, it requires my discomfort right now, mm. but the end goal, like when I get there, it's going to all be worth it. And that's what I have to remind myself of. If that doesn't make you a man of the hour, I don't know what the hell does, Kevin. You're so <laughs> with Fit Men Cook. Here I here I go saying Fit Men Talk because we're on a talk show, right? Podcast, Men of the Hour, Fit Men Cook. Where did this come from? What originated it? And um, you know, ultimately, I, I I would assume you had a huge mission in mind. Not initially, no. Mm. Um, what I'm doing right now is not the initial vision for the brand at all. Um, I never saw myself quitting corporate America to do what I'm doing. It mm. was not something that I was even thinking about. What I was trying to do, Justin, was quite frankly, just lose some weight. And I was broke as a joke at the time and really couldn't afford a personal trainer. So I went to social media to see if I could, you know, you know, we always, we all have like some side hustles. So my side <laughs> hustle was like, <laughs> let me start up this blog. Let me put up these you know, little meals. Let me make them, make them look good. And then when I share them out with people, I'm going to share everything, right? Yeah. And I made them look good because I didn't want to become like an internet meme. <laughs> people being like, oh, what's that? You know? <laughs> what's he <laughs> trying it, to do? Exactly. What's that supposed to look like? Does that yeah. sound like? <laughs> right, right, right. So I was like, let me make it look good because I really want quality feedback from people that are maybe more seasoned out there in nutrition um, to tell me, Kev, that, that looks good, but try more of this and less of that, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a way for me to crowdsource my diet. And man, what I found out is there are so many more people out there who are just like me, who oh, yeah. are wanting something different beyond just the, you know, the humdrum of uh, iceberg lettuce salad or chicken breast with brown rice and broccoli every single day. And I was just taking foods that I really like and deconstructing them um, to make them much more calorie conscious versions of themselves. And people like that approach. Let's pause the episode for just a moment because I want to tell you about Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. Organifi is more than just a superfood company. It's a lifestyle. With Roots and Transformation Coaching, they discovered the power of mindset and community in creating sustainable change. Now, you guys know I'm all about missions on this show, and Organifi's is to unite the world through health and happiness by providing access to high-quality nutrition, education, and community. Organifi chooses the highest-quality plant-based ingredients for optimal health. Each blend is science-backed, and to craft the most effective doses, they use ingredients that are organic and free of fillers when possible and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. Each superfood blend is easy to use by simply mixing it up with water or one of your favorite beverages while on the go while providing you with the high quality nutrition throughout the day. It's great tasting, easy to make, and convenient to add to your daily lifestyle. Organifi takes pride and care in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market. And they do not compromise quality for taste. I will tell you that because I've tried their green juice and I absolutely love it. And for less than $3 a day, Organifi strives to keep prices as low as possible. I know we all spend $3 on random things any day, almost every single day rather, so why not put that money towards you and your health? I've certainly done it and I wouldn't have it any other way. The times we're living in have shown us that our health should be a top priority and Organifi certainly has helped me with that every single day. Organifi's green juice has to be my top pick. 
think about it. When you have a green juice, you're getting everything you need to start your day. The green juice contains a clinical dose of ashwagandha and supports healthy cholesterol levels, which aids in weight management as well. Some of the key benefits are that 11 superfoods are resetting the body and making you feel amazing. It takes just 30 seconds with no shopping, chopping, juicing, or blending. Contains vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. You can incorporate farm fresh ingredients into your diet now and lock in extra vitamins and antioxidants that you may not have gotten on a normal day. Literally just add water, drink it up, and let your body soak up the benefits. Friends, I highly encourage you to head to Organifi.com today. That's Organifi with an I, not a Y, if you're looking at taking your health to the next level. The amazing team at Organifi made our lives so easy by creating a landing page for the Men of the Hour podcast. So all you have to do is head to Organifi.com forward slash Men of the Hour to make your purchase. And be sure to use our code Men of the Hour for 15% off at checkout today. I promise you guys will be taking a forward step in the right direction for your health on the daily. Time to get right back to the episode, my friends. You said this at the beginning with your last name, Curry, right? Adding flavor, right? Add a little spice to the table. It's it's creative first and foremost. So I got to commend you for that. But then to take a brand like this, and now you're you're you've already surpassed a million people just on Instagram alone. Which to me, I I love Instagram. It's the greatest platform right now on social. (laughs) TikTok's trying it, but no reels reels came out anyway. But with Fit Men (laughs) Cook, I could only imagine that's what people are really interested in. And you said it, can I give all of the secret sauces literally to people yeah. who look at this dish or this meal or whatever I'm cooking and give them everything that they need to do it, but because it is a unique dish. So with this idea that you were creating meals that were so different than your normal chicken breast, spinach and brown rice, um, creatively now with me, Kevin, how, how do you conceptualize like a dish and then, and then turn it into this beautiful thing that we find on your IG and then be able to make ourselves. Yeah, um, I haven't deviated from what I've been doing um, over the years. So one thing that served me very well was um, traveling and eating out. Now, when I eat out now um, and when I travel now, it's, I'm, I'm learning. So, so everything is just, nice. it's an experience. And so, so I even tell people who, who are, who are losing weight or they're trying to lose weight, they're trying to get into the best shape. Oftentimes we'll make our diets so sanitized that there's no room for anything else. Mm. And that's because of anxiety there because you're, you're thinking like, Ooh, if I go back to eating out, if I do this, I think I may gain all that weight back. And I get that. That's a real concern because I felt that way too. It sounds illogical when you say it like out loud, but you, I really genuinely feel it's like, dang, Kevin, you can't have this burger, bro, because you're going to put that weight back on, be right back, and you've just done all this work, and yada, yada. So, but the beauty of getting past that point is that if I'm eating a consistent, healthy diet, sure. for me, I'm losing weight, I'm feeling good, incorporating other things, and I say, hey, you know, I'm going to have a little treat today. I'm going I'm to go out to this restaurant. I'm going to have this burger. And it's, it's a part of my, it's a part of my healthy balanced lifestyle. Now I'm not depriving myself of, of those foods. So I'm losing, you know, the anxiety of it, yeah, yeah. but also I'm getting inspiration. So I'll taste something and be like, yo, like this was really good. I wonder if I could make this myself right. in a calorie conscious way. I was going to say, yeah. And that's what I was doing. So my, so my meal, my go-to being here in Texas was Mexican food. I'm a Mexican food kind of steward, but I'm black. 
right? Yeah. I could say, you know, so I would be going up there and getting like a little quesadilla platter. Go ahead. And, you know, and I was tearing it up. And I was like, kid, you can't do this every single day anymore. Yeah. So I said, but I want a quesadilla. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take this quesadilla. I'm going to break down all the ingredients for how to make it. How can I make healthy swaps in here for each one of these ingredients when possible? And that's what I did. Sure. I started to deconstruct recipes that way. I love that. It's the healthy alternative that I think a lot yeah. of people aren't successfully doing sometimes because they're picking the wrong ingredients. How do you pick the right ingredients? Say for a quesadilla. Um, I yeah. would think, I, I kind of like feta cheese, but I've also heard really bad things about it. So with a quesadilla, for example, could you break us down how you would build a healthier, more calorie conscious quesadilla, for example? Yeah, you know what? I'll do one that um, that is one of the top recipes on my blog. And um, I did this with Ginger Z from GMA. We love Ginger. Ginger Z is the homie. Um, so she made it and her kids, they, she said, we make this weekly now, Kev. It's like a staple in the house. It's Damn. a black bean quesadilla. So we were taken out. So, so we got a quesadilla. Um, we moved to a whole wheat quesadilla. If you're trying to do like lower carb, you can even get a lower carb one. But when I first did it, I made it with an Ezekiel um, bread tortilla, which was very interesting. I had to be, you know, creative about how I could just get it malleable to go ahead and do that. But yep. there are swaps for the quesadilla. And then instead of adding in a whole bunch of cheese, I said, you know, the quesadilla is creamy because of the cheese. So how can I give it the essence of creaminess without loading in some saturated fat? Avocado is there. Avocado is a really good heart healthy fat. Mm -hmm. And it's creamy in nature. So if I add just a little bit of cheese, but I can spread on some avocado, and all of a sudden I'm cutting out the saturated fat and giving myself something that you know is heart healthy. Now I'm not a I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not I'm not a vegan. You know, so I I didn't do meat on this one, but I did black beans. Yeah. So what I made a quick refried black beans in the skillet, mashed them all up, and then put some water in there and cooked them up with some onions and things like that and olive oil. And it was a brilliant, really tasty black bean paste. Put the black bean paste in there, sauteed some um, some bell peppers and onions together the same way that you would like chipotle, put bam. that on a quesadilla, and then bam, I put it together and it was just, oh, holy smokes, this is really really good first off it just tastes good yeah it doesn't taste like the it doesn't taste like the street truck quesadilla it's not supposed to but it tastes good and it gives me the essence it reminds me of the quesadilla but the but the best thing about this quesadilla is that once i eat it i'm not going to feel bad afterwards i'm not going to feel that heaviness right and the grogginess and you mentioned some people some people have like uh, yeah sweat and and other things happening to them when they eat certain foods because right <laughs> I like, do. <laughs> that's what because food food does a lot more to you than you would think yeah mm -hmm. but you're making yeah. you're making me drool thinking about this quesadilla now so i'm going to take this recording i'm going to splice it up turn that little snippet into <laughs> a, into another individual social clip and i'm going to go find out how to make that myself and jump on the bandwagon with ginger z and the fam uh wait so this the 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 fit cook for example, with your products now. So now, I mean, listen, we're going to talk about food this whole time. I want to hear more about you, right? And the journey yeah. uh, as we wrap, but with the fit cook now, what products can we expect and kind of how are they adding a little more spice to our meals? And, and what are some of the benefits you would say? Cause I can only imagine you're so conscious about 
living a healthy and happy lifestyle, your products have probably got to be all about it. Yeah. So um, because of traveling and stuff, I started to um, get like a lot of inspiration. So one thing that I thought was low hanging fruit was coming out with a spice system. And I like that idea just because I remember what I was trying to do when I first started out. And I was going to my mom, trying to ask my mom, like, what to do, because she was doing Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig's and different things like that. Oh, so I knew that yeah. she had some idea. And so she just told me, she was like, yeah, just go over there and get you some Mrs. Dash for the store. And if you've ever had the Mrs. Dash seasoning, it's just, it tastes like death. It's like flavored <laughs> cardboard. No offense to anyone who's uh, working with Mrs. Dash. I'm pretty sure you're a wonderful person. But the product is not. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Okay. So <laughs> it's, it's void of flavor. Cardboard. So, yeah. Yeah. And then if you're not really versed in the kitchen like me, like, you know, at that time, I didn't know how to pair spices together. So I wanted to make it easy for people to add flavor to their food mm. uh, in an easy um, and calorie conscious way. So I came up with this spice system. Um, and there are three core blends there is the everyday blend which is basically, you could put that on anything. Everything. It is, yeah, you could put that as herbs, it's onion powder, garlic powder, a little mustard, some, you know, some other spices in there, you know, proprietary stuff, we just put it in there. Nice. Um, it's all natural ingredients. And so, we, and so we ground that up so that way you can use it on everything. Me and my girlfriend, we, were, um, we watch movies and we'll put it onto our popcorn and then smoke the popcorn with a little smoking gun. Stop. It just, it's, just, it's just an easy spice that you can just incorporate you know, I easily. love that. Yeah. And then the other one is a sea blend. So you can just imagine what that is. It's really citrus heavy, something that you would put on seafood. So whether you want to cook up some shrimp or whether you want to cook up some salmon, you put the sea blend on there. And all these you can mix and match. And then the other one is a land seasoning. So anything that is on the ground, even though birds are in the air, you know, they may walk on the ground a little bit. So Come on. <laughs> so chicken, plants, and beef, anything like that, you put those on there. Oh, that's nice. And then we have three other specialty blends. One of them is a green chili lime, which tastes like Doritos, mm. Sriracha blend, and a Southern Creole, which is a nod to my Southern heritage. We're coming out with one. I haven't even announced this yet. We're coming out with one um, pretty soon, hopefully in the spring. Um, and that one's going to be um, a Thai coconut um, oh. spice which I, I just, I, I love me some Thai food first off. Can we say just, I mean, everyone loves some Thai everybody food. Everybody loves Thai food. Oh, it's good. It's, it's amazing. It's so, um, nice. And so the spice system, we put that out there. People really, really love it just because it makes cooking so much easier. It takes out the guesswork and it's fun and it's delicious. Low mm. sodium. Um, so people who are, you know, who can't add Conscious as much about, that. Right. Yeah it's fine. And I've always been that way too. Like people will criticize me like, you don't season your food up. What they're talking about is a lot of salt and pepper. Yeah. The reason why, like we tend to over season our food. So I tend to always step up at the very end. Sometimes you would have to do it like, um, you know, as you go, but by and large, you can do that at the end. So that way you're kind of controlling a lot more. Mm. By the time you get your dish, you know, if mama makes it just like, man, well, mama, you were heavy handed on that salt, but thank you. It tastes great, but good Lord. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that one. Um, and then last year we launched um, a line of wellness teas. And this is one That's of That's why I'm I coming. Going to the website right now. Oh, man. Right. I'm telling you. I want you to, in fact, I'm going to send you some after this podcast. If you just. I'm going to. You do that, I'm going to cry. Yeah, because I'm I'm into teas right now, bro. Peppermint, chamomile. I'm trying at oh, which point in my day, you know. Oh, I 
you, bro, bro. I got you. Like they're right here. Insane. Me. Show them off, please. Wait, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. So this is our wellness tea line right here. So these are the hot teas. And then we have some um, cold teas as well. We have a tropical hibiscus iced tea and a southern ginger peach tea, which um, people just yeah. have been crazy over uh, because they, they really, it's, of course, there's no sugar, but right. it tastes like sugar just because the flavors are so good. And I'm going to send this to you because I want you to open up the box. Okay. Maybe just film yourself. Just okay. open the box because these teas are so fragrant. These are loose leaves. So it's not like the ground up stuff that you right, would right, buy. Right. You know, there's like you can actually see. Shut the up. I love that. But you know what I mean. <laughs> that means it's the real shit. Well, it kind of look like yeah. weed. <laughs> <laughs> Some people listen to look like weed. Yeah, so, but they're, but they're for different things. And so this one is for rest and recover. It's a lemongrass chamomile with rosemary and licorice root. This one is our like, immunity blend with tons of turmeric, Holy ginger root, moly. echinacea, um, black pepper, bergamot oil. And this is one of the top sellers. Everyone loves this one, especially right now at the weather. This is our soothing, soothing. tea. Um, peppermint, ginger, cacao, um, licorice. And this is our energy and focus tea. This one actually has caffeine as well as this, this one over here. Um, this is to get up and go in the morning. When I tell you this one will get you going, it has cacao, oh, um, coconut, and they're full flavor. So I'm proud of this line and I'm yeah. proud of this product because I wasn't always a, a tea drinker, but when I was traveling in Morocco, yeah. man, I had tea like three or four times a day. And was it Moroccan tea? Moroccan tea is yeah, what's that? Yeah, Moroccan tea. Yeah. Now, granted, they were putting a whole thing of sugar in there. Sugar. But yes. Okay. Okay. It was still hitting though. It was. I still drank. It. <laughs> but, but you know, it's just it's, it's the tea. Stuff. It's very calming. It's therapeutic. Yes. And I didn't know this, but my friend who does yoga, she was like, "Well, you know, tea can be like a meditation." Kev I said, "No, I didn't know that." Yeah. So yeah. Like, so when you make tea. There's a calming effect too that can take place, and you can look at it and watch it boil and yep. things like that. So, and you mentioned the smell too. If it is a stronger smell, that is very soothing. It's like you don't even have to go get in the uh, eucalyptus steam room anymore, Kevin. Right. You just gotta get one of your teas. I'm not kidding. It's about to be Christmas for me. Um, I'm gonna say this to you. I'm serious, I, I, and and I want you to film yourself just opening them up because that's one thing that people keep writing us about. Like, dang. It's, the smell of these teas is like ridiculous, Kev. Like these are real ingredients. So yeah. it's super fragrant. People love these. And so we we're coming out with another one. I haven't even announced it to the followers yet, but you know, just as the homie, everybody. Listen, so, what? <laughs> we just got the exclusive. I want to reel it back really quickly too. If you're going to put out the, the whole Thai coconut, throw curry on that. If it's about to be a new launch, Ooh. you got to put curry on the okay. back of it. We can put some curry. Well, you know, I got something else for people too. Some other flavor. Um, we are finalizing a flavor of tea that I design is called the sweet tooth. Come so on. it's highly, um, highly flavored in like cinnamon. Okay. It tastes like, sugar, but it's not, but it's with CBD and it's for that after lunch, you know, you're feeling like a little bit low, you need, you know, to chill out or you're kind of stressed or you just had a monster workout. Yep. So we've been experimenting with CBD infused products and in some states, prayerfully, you know, um, a little bit of the other stuff too, you know, because, you know, you got to get you, you got to get a little, you know, a little, a little Bible. Edge off. 
You yeah. Look the edge off, Kevin. Look, look edgy, especially because 2020, 2020 in the effects. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta knock that edge off a little bit. But I'm so proud of this one. So, and to your question about what scares me the most, it's things like this that I'm doing that I'm, I'm really like putting myself out there with that, um, you know, that I, I hope people will like, but at the end of the day, so far, so good with the track record. Yeah. Oh, it, brother, it's how we found you. Between Fit oh. Men Cook, Ginger Z segment, the Fit Cook, oh. these teas, right? Uh. Like, you have it. You have the package. Legitimately, the package is sitting on your desk right now for those who are listening to the podcast, not watching the video. But, you know, you got the package. I think you, you have something special here because you're, you're creating a variety of opportunities for people to look at food differently, to season their foods differently. Uh, I'm not kidding about that co uh, Thai coconut. You should put curry on it. Not, you don't have to put it in there, but you got to put your name on at least one of your products, right? Because yeah. your last name is it. I was sold by the last name. I was like, curry, of course he's a cook, right? I love curry. No. <laughs> the Japanese curry, you said. Yeah, okay, so you yeah. Like so, right. Japanese curry just has a different level of thickness to it. Uh, my mom used to put dark chocolate in it. And, and you can probably oh. tell, like, that's what makes it thick. So if you- I have never had that like that. Uh, now I am putting that on my- oh, So right Sunday, I'm like, stuff Wait, and I'm what? a Japanese curry <laughs> chocolate. I have- I've been like a Japanese- uh, stay-at-home mom traditional curry recipe Ichiro, which is that famous Japanese baseball player, eats it twice a day. His mom's curry, but uh, the way Japanese moms make it is a different. It's like a thickness you laid over the rice, but it has like carrots and onions and and tomato or sorry not tomatoes, potatoes and and your beef. Right. I, mean, then, I need to find me a Japanese mama to help me out. So my mom's coming back to the states this summer. I'll call you right, and then uh, oh for we'll real, worked out. You're being funny. I, I will hop on Zoom. Mama, mama, show me how to go and put this together. <laughs> I am so it's serious. A very good relationship we already have going, Kevin, buddy. I, you know, I'll, I'll try to teach you. I won't cook. My mom will teach you some recipes from Japan. Uh, but everything we've covered today, my friend, from your expertise and your knowledge to the experiences you've had with clients, I had to ask you just a couple more questions from our team, actually. Yeah. They're super quick and fun, buddy. We wanted to know what your meal routine looks like, Kevin Curry. Because when I look at you, when I look at you, not only from a fitness physique standpoint, but as someone who cooks uh, nothing but great food that's good for your body and, and better for you, right? With this whole idea of living a healthier and happier life, which I'm going to tag as your slogan. Um, what does your meal look like during the day? Meals look like during the day? Yeah. Um, so, okay. I'll be honest with people in this, in that one of my biggest struggles is actually having an appetite. Mm -hmm. I struggle having an appetite. Yeah. Um, and it's just gotten more pronounced like over the years. And so my routine that I followed years ago isn't exactly the same routine now. I think what's happened because I'm doing this triathlon training, um, like my appetite has picked up a little bit. So that actually helps out. Yep. But generally with my eating, I found the best success um, eating very small meals. Mm. And that's just because I struggle with having an appetite. And whenever I had the larger meals and everybody is different so you need to find out what works for you i've done three meals a day and i've done five meals a day i found my sweet spot eating several times a day having small small meals about every two to three hours um and my meals like for instance today i had my triathlon training so i was pretty um pretty hungry and i had my go-to power bowl and it's basically mm -hmm. a little bit of brown rice it's some roasted potatoes with some of our sriracha blend on there um some scrambled eggs 
um, half of an avocado and, um, and one Roma tomato. And I just mix everything together as one big like man bowl and eat and, you know, and eat that. Um, you know, for lunch, it's yeah. generally something that's, um, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty light as well. Or actually, you know, my next meal would probably be like a snack. I go, I love, love, love um, just getting a whole wheat tortilla, a small one, putting a little bit of peanut butter on there, maybe um, a tablespoon of some honey or some agave, roll that sucker up and then have that with a protein shake. Wow. Um, and then, you know, for lunch, it's something a little bit more hearty. So, um, my, you know, my go-to in lunch would probably be salmon. Oh, yeah. So, you know, some baked salmon, flake that out with some quinoa or another grain. Um, and then uh, a vegetable that I, I, I love spinach. Uh, I think spinach is super high in vitamins and it's easier to eat. So for people like me who just don't have a big appetite, you can you can cook you will you will actually eat four pounds of salmon within one scoop just because salmon <laughs> wilts itself down so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I'll have maybe like a piece of fruit or something, getting ready to go to the gym or, or to train. And then um, and then at nighttime is when I have something that's just kind of it's hearty, it's protein rich, but it's um, but it's very lean. So one of my go tos, man, for mm. all these years is chili. You can make Ooh, we like love chili. Chili. In fact, if you set up the Zoom, you know, with me and your mama, I'm gonna show her how I put chocolate in my chili. I love I- that chocolate <laughs> and chili and curry <laughs> and chili. That's it yes. must be like a stew soup thing where you put chocolate in it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it makes it super thick and creamy. Right. And and I'm not using the kind that's like all sweet. I'm actually using using like real like cacao. So yeah, it's full of tons of like fiber and magnesium antioxidants so it just boosts the flavor too um and i'll have that over something like a cauliflower rice as a mm. taper off today um you know my calories and um and yeah and then i'm good to go for the morning time if i get hungry Boom. at nighttime um because hormonally for some reason my appetite kicks in after 9 p.m that's just then i'm working with doctors on that to kind of see and so maybe if anybody else out here kind of struggles with nighttime munchie one thing that I've had to do in the interim as I work through this mm. is um, besides just putting up my goals on my fridge, I'll make sure that the, that my, that my calorie dense go-tos aren't available right now. So I'm not buying a whole bunch of nut butters right now. Um, but my fridge, it looks like the largest fruit salad in the world. Nice. <laughs> berries and mango and pineapple and apples and oranges and grapefruit so when i want to snack i'll just go in there and make a little fruit salad and i'll snack on that dang and then your cheat meal you got a cheat meal what's your go-to when you got to look at a day and say dang i'm gonna eat whatever the hell i want oh you know i don't have a day um but but i do have meals so whataburger is is my go-to yeah Whataburger and IHOP and stuff. And you know, it's funny. Sometimes <laughs> whenever you hear, I, <laughs> sometimes when I'm really dieting down for something, maybe like a, you know, a project or whatnot, and um, I have a free meal, everyone's like, oh, let's go to this restaurant here. And da, 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 let's go to that. I've, I'm just, I just like, mm, 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 mm. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to waste my good meal, <laughs> waste my free meal. On something on, I'm not sure of. 
Yeah, so I go to so Waterberg and IHOP, Denny's, Waffle House. They'll always be able to get my business. <laughs> right? Wait, I love that you said Denny's. No one ever mentions Denny's anymore. They only say IHOP and Waffle House. Right, Denny's is where it's at. We had it in Japan too, and I was always telling my family, Denny's was great. And people are like, nah, you gotta go to IHOP. And I was like, Mm-mm. Oh, Denny's is no. great as well, right? No, I'm glad you got the three options though. One might be closed one day, or you know, you might well, be pulling a different type of pancake. Sometimes, depending on where I am, I can't get to one. I was like, oh, I right? can go over here. And my little oh, order, real quick. Throw Cracker <laughs> Barrel on that list if you're. Since oh, that. you know that's really funny. I'm not. <laughs> I love a Cracker <laughs> Barrel. Cracker Barrel does have some good maple syrup too, bro. That's the they Tennessee have- soul in me. Cracker Barrel was where it's at when I was going between the states and Japan. My dad would always be like, "Hey, we're gonna go drive to Florida, drive to drive drive through Tennessee or whatever." We'd always stop mm. at Cracker Barrel. It's like good comfort food. It is. Listen, and they that didn't pay up. for that. Listen, they didn't pay me to say that shit. So, with uh, that said, run that check, run that check, Cracker Barrel, run that check. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Curry, I've enjoyed the hell out of having you on the show, man. You're uh, you're quite the expert. And I think you're onto something here when it comes to Fit Men Cook and uh, the Fit Cook. Everything you guys are launching. Listen, the products between the teas and the spices is something that I know a lot of people should be interested in. So, in terms of website URL, so I don't mess it up. Where's the website where uh, you know the Fit Cook is and where people can find their products? It is thefitcook.com. Mm. is thefitcook.com just go over there you can also find it on my website fitmencook but go to thefitcook.com and if you're in dallas we just launched our freshly prep prepared meals so people can actually get wow. some meals delivered. so i'm starting I, we just started off this my journey into meal prep yeah. delivery and meal prep service and so um another thing that's scary and exciting um because food prep is <laughs> it's a risky business sure. so but so we're trying need to it. Yeah, we need it and they want it. Yeah. Kevin. You know, he's here on Instagram too, my friends. Don't forget, we're on Instagram at Men of the Hour Podcast. But Kevin Curry, although you'd think it'd be Kevin Curry, right? At Kevin Curry, it's not. Okay. I'm going to spell it out for you Fit Men Cook, F I T M E N C O O K. And then, of course, in his bio, you'll be able to find the Fit Cook, T H E F I T. C-O-O-K. I think I won the spell and be on that one, my friend. And uh, <laughs> for having your time, man, for the past hour, I appreciate you. I can't wait to see how this episode comes to life. I'm interested to see what I'm going to name it. So for everybody who's yeah. listening, I did not name it during the Zoom call, but I know we have a lot of great talking points that we've covered, Kevin, um, for your time, your energy, and for whatever you're about to send me. You can send me one little tea bag, and I would be happy because I want to try it. It looks fantastic. For those of you who listened and didn't get to see it, be sure that we're uh, we have the video episode on YouTube and on our website at menoftheourpodcast.com. Kevin Curry, it was great to see you, buddy. And I am actually going to really set up that call with you and my mother to cook some chili and curry in the coming months. Look for it, y'all. Look for it. Appreciate you, Justin. Bonus episode, my friends. Thank you again, Kevin. All right, bro. Hey, it's Justin Crawford, and I want to thank you so much for being here on this very episode today. I hope you enjoyed it, and we will certainly be back next Monday with another great guest. Until then, if you would be so kind as to leave a rating and review right here, we would love to hear your thoughts on the show and how we can bring you exactly what you need. The Men of the Hour podcast is also on Instagram and YouTube at Men of the Hour podcast, where you can find the full video interviews with our guests and all the sneak peek exclusives. Thanks again for listening. Now get out there and make a positive change for yourself and those around you.